Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll continue with your calls here. Strowman, Super Wild Card Weekend. First, though, I wanted to wish you, BT, a very, very happy anniversary. 55 years ago today. <laughs> Wasn't born. The New York Jets won Super Bowl three. Isn't that pathetic? That is just utterly disgraceful. 55 years. I saw that. A quick aside, uh, I was already on Amazon looking at Doink the Cloud stuff. And, they have and it? They did. got some stuff. What and, about and Gold Dust? They got some Gold Dust stuff as well. Okay. Just to uh, let you know. He must have gone. Hoff probably checked that out because I was thinking to myself, how the hell are you going to get a Gold Dust outfit? But I don't know. Um, okay. 55 years of misery. I mean, really. And how about the fact that they haven't been back to a Super Bowl since? Like, that's... Talk about winning one. Yeah. But not even going back to one. I mean, it's so it's so funny because we talk about this, the, the point of reference, you know, going back to Joe B, of course, who, mm-hmm. who was who was around when they won. Who was, I think Joe said he was 15, whatever it was. <laughs> Teenager. Um, but we throw it around so Imagine freely. Imagine telling 15-year-old Joe that one day you're going to be texting back and forth with a... <laughs> With the head coach? Yes. And then you're going to reveal his text on the air and get him in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> and then apologize for him? You know, Joe and was, then still text him? He was on yesterday with Evan and Tiki Okay, during that throwback. I know Mad Dog was. I didn't yeah. hear Joe. And Minko was on, too. Yeah, did an I was surprised. They got me, that was a good one. They threw to Minko for an update. They had Eddie C on. But Joe was on. Eddie C's a great guy. Joe was telling the story of his relationship with Bill Belichick. Which I found oh, I've fascinating. Heard Brendan's, can you tell it in like a minute before yeah. we get back to? Well, go ahead. I remember so hearing this a long time ago. Bill, as an assistant with the uh, Jets, was it with the Jets or Giants? Yeah, I guess it was with the Jets. Heard Joe on the overnights and used to like him, and then somehow they connected and they became friendly, and okay. they even went out to dinner at some point. And but it was just I'm like I don't need to go into the whole detail, but sure. like the idea that Joe, lunatic Jeff fan. Got the attention of Belichick to a point where they became somewhat friendly. So much so that after a playoff Jets win, Bill called Joe to congratulate no him. No way. Yeah, that's after, what he said. After Bill left uh, the Jets? No, the, uh, I forget the exact Because it had to be 98 at that point. Mm, because I, 98, they beat the, the Jaguars at home. And I then forget the game. And then lost to Denver. Uh, what the 97, hell? they didn't make the playoffs. 99, Vinny got hurt, and then Belichick was gone. It, I so think it had to be I think the, it was the for Jaguars they, game. I think it was for when they won a division. So okay, that, that was 98 as well when they okay. went 12 and 4. So then it must have been that, that he might have wow. called them to congratulate. Anyway, really? they became like that friendly. Uh-huh. And I guess Joe has had him on. And then, like, once he went to the Patriots. He cut him off. You're dead. 
You're dead to me, Joe. Because he knew, I guess, how big of a Jeff fan he was. Anyway, so he's become great friends. It is. He's became, or he was good friends with Belichick, and he became great friends with Sala <laughs> playing golf. I, mean, <laughs> I guess he didn't waste his time with Kotite. He's like, yeah, I'm not messing around with that guy. And Joe, one of the few that's actually still around that lived to see the Jets win the Super Bowl. Five years. I mean, not few, but... Well, by the way, you better be careful there as you throw your daggers because your Mets are rapidly approaching that number as well. Not 55. Just, well, it's, uh, it's, Knicks, well, how long has it been for the Knicks now? 1973, 1973, right? 50 okay. years, boom. <sighs> 50 years. For the Rangers, it's been 30 years. I know. That's the one that is really... That's, was, that jolts me when I think of that night because that summer was amazing. That's the Rangers one and Knicks. I was 14, ninth yeah. grade, oh, going to the 10th grade. Like... I remember that well. That could have been the Yankees as well. That year could have replicated what 69 was like for New York before right. you were born, and, and even me. Right. Like, you had the Knicks, you had the Jets, you had the Mets. That 94, if the strike doesn't happen, right, the Yankees were the best team in the Now, there's no guarantee that they win the World Series, but obviously they were really, really good. The Expos were the best team in the National League, if you recall, Sal. We were not far away, and then obviously the Knicks would have had to win that game yeah, seven I out in Houston. Like we're we were a step away from base from sporting euphoria. Man, I wish that was God. the case now. And now these teams can't get out of their own way. And you think about it, we talked about it to tie it into like life and, and all that stuff because it is a long time. Like fifty years, dude. That's fifty five years. Yep. Th- you know, thirty years, fifty years, whatever it may be. Th- this is a long time of life that we invest our emotion and passion and energy into and care our heart, and it's very uh, seldomly rewarded. But I was breaking, we talked about it yesterday. What would you say the average life, I mean, there probably is an actual average lifespan. Well, what's the what, question? Like, what, what do you think it is, the average uh, lifespan? I know that the female average life expectancy is slightly higher than a male. And uh, double-check this, boys. I, I've seen this before. I want to say that right now the a woman's average life expectancy is about 78.9, okay. and the male is about 77.6. Right, so let's round it up. So we're, we're, we'll, we'll go, about so right. we'll go 79, 78, 80. or 78, 70. 80. Well, 80, it's not 80. Well, I'm just going to round it up okay. to 80 for I a I think go 75. It's closer to okay. 75 than it is 80. Well, which no, is, which no. Which is scary. I just go 80. Go okay. ahead. It's fine. Got anyway. It for you. What is it? For uh, male, 73 and a half. 73 and a half? In the U.S.? Yes. Female, 79. Okay, so I was mm. I was basically I nailed the woman's I I was off on the what I got the woman's number correct right and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was off on the on the on the male one by well, five years wow so eighty is high going and backwards, I, I guys thought, I thought eighty was high but let's just break it down into quarters so I was doing this like we were talking about it yesterday you said your dad is eighty two he's we're going about, to be eighty two we we're talking about the coaches and yes. how old they were so like the first quarter to me is zero to twenty. Like, yeah. if you break it down yeah. from 80, okay. And 25%. then I was thinking about, like, second quarter, 20 to 40, that's got to be like a... Oh, that was a good quarter. Right? We outscored with 28 zip in that quarter. Finished we the half them. strong. Oh, we, back, oh, we plowed through the head. Through <laughs> that, you're feeling good. That's right. You come out thinking, all right. Yeah. But the third quarter, dude. Hey, you got some hang-ups in the third quarter. Things, you know, you got to call a timeout. You you, reassess. You, you're lucky if you see fourth. Like, I feel like if you play in the fourth quarter, you have a chance to win the game. Uh-huh. Right, you want uh-huh. to finish strong. Yeah. Anything beyond eighty in life yeah. is overtime. I, like I agree eighty with to you. ninety is overtime. Ninety to a hundred is double OT. Yeah, and then you could assess from there whether it's a, a, a win or not. But like when you think of it as it pertains to the teams that you watch, dude, I'm in the third quarter of life already. Me too, but at least you're kind of closer to the start of the third. My, I'm looking up <laughs> at the scoreboard. I got like a couple of minutes left. But, but, but it's also like soccer where you don't know where the time expires. Hey, please, I'm throw on eight more minutes for me. Give me some extra time, please. There is no, it, it can, I mean, and you know what's, I mean, not, to, no, yeah. but because you and I had children a mm-hmm. little later, yeah, that's where you start to calculate things when you're driving by yourself, when you think, 
I mean, you know, radio stuff aside, right. like just, you know, human to human, if you become a parent later, as as I did and as you did, it changed that even changes even well, more. That that's that's that worries me. It, not worry, it saddens me. Well, like for me, odds are I mean I might not. Don't I, even say what you're thinking. Well, I'm, I'm I, saying we know the odds. Don't, 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 don't even like, say. Don't even say. You know, don't just, don't even say. Like, yeah. Don't even, I know. You know what I mean? We like, know the numbers. We know the odds. But, no, no, no. But I'm not talking about. Well, yeah. I'm not even talking about my own thing. I'm just talking oh, about okay. like mathematically. Like yeah. if you have, and we had our daughter two and a half years ago. I'm 44. Mm-hmm. Like if you project, you know, people are now have like when my parents had me. I forget when my mom was 19. My dad was 30. I remember that. And my mom was 28. And back then, that's probably older. No. Yeah, and my sister's three years older, so my dad was 27, my mom was 25. Okay, well, I feel like... Yeah, like, it was so different I was, back I then. I was the first kid, right. Jeez. Point is, I think back then, parents were having kids at a much younger age. Oh, my age. God, 100%. Right, so now it's different to where kids, like if I project forward to my daughter, you would say, what, averages in her thir- early 30s, late well, it depends. 20s? Is she, does she pursue a secondary degree, as many people do? Yeah, right, I mean, you know does she go to college? You know, is but she 27, guess, 28 guess, when she graduates? Let, let's I, I, let's I just know. say, if she has her first kid... At age thirty, I know, I know. You're, you're talking now. I know. You know, twenty eight years from uh, now. Uh, let's face it. Yeah. No. I mean, if if we're here and God willing, we will be. I don't know if we'll be throwing the football and, around with a whole lot yeah. of zip. With uh, we'll, more, I'll be trying that. Yeah. I can promise you. More importantly, whether I see a grandkid or not, who really cares? Will I see one of the teams that I root for win a championship? Oh, don't say that, that time, dude. Stop. I mean, that's don't what really matters here. On, I mean, how much time do I got left? King Cohen, get your ass moving here. King Cohen, yeah, I mean, you better on. wake up, dude. We can't punt this year. <laughs> Our time is limited. We're in the third quarter, boss. What's happening? You got your Jets 55 years, for goodness sake. Hold I mean, on. Here's what we can pray for. We can, we can pray for... A little stadium malfunction, which pauses the game, like the Super Bowl. Yeah, the lights go out. Uh-huh. Maybe, and and maybe the human analogy would be, maybe there's some sort of medicinal advancement that expands the, that yeah, that, extends, that lengthens right. the game, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. The way things are going, <laughs> I'm ready for checkout time. All right, back to the calls. BT and Sal on the fan eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Cecil is in Franklin Square. What's up, Cecil? Hey, guys, great connecting with you again. Um, obviously, with everything going on with the NFL and the coaching cycle right now, um, I know you guys brought it up a couple of days ago. Initially, I was not uh, even entertaining it, but now just reading some reports that I see on The Athletic, mm-hmm. like you saw the Dan, Dan Dugan report. Um, I did not. Dable. Yeah, check it out. Dable is, uh, and Martindale's relationship, but also Dable's got a really uh, bad rep already within the building. It sounds like uh, a lot of sources within saying he's uh, basically just uh, a ticking time bomb all the time and uh, going off on coaches and mm. he's rubbing people the wrong way. Yeah, but and, and this came out when? I'm sure it's coming from Wink's side and they're leaking that to, to spin anti-Dable. Yeah, that's how the game it goes. Could, you know it. It could be, but since you threw it out there the other day, I'm just wondering, is it worth it with all the high-caliber coaches like a Vrabel? I don't want to get a new uh, first-time head coach, but someone established, and I don't – I'm thinking, should we not go back to... See, so let me ask you two was, questions. And, and and I'm happy okay. that you bring that. We spent a lot of time on this yesterday. If you guys missed it, you can go find it on the on the Odyssey yeah, app or YouTube. It's, okay. But for those who didn't. So I have two questions as a Giants fan. I disagree. I'm going to roll with Dable. I believe in him. I think he's a real asset. I yeah. think he's ultimately going to get you back to a Super Bowl. That's how much I like Brian Dable. My two questions yeah. for you, though, if you're not sure about pursuing some of these other guys. Number one... Do you trust in his talents to elevate quarterbacks? Just give me a yes or no. 
Uh, yes. Okay, me too. He did it with Jones. He did it with DeVito. Yep. He, d- yes, we both agree. Number two, do you believe in his ability to stabilize when things begin to look as if they're breaking? Yes or no? I believe he did because he did it this year. Yes, um, so the answer is yes, correct? Me too. Yep. yep. And those to me, and thanks for the call, C, so I just wanted to get your answer on that. To me, Sal, those are the two most important things for a coach. And I know there's others, of course, discipline. I get attention to detail. Oh, yes. Knowing the rule book like some, like, like Belichick does on some freakish level. Can, in the modern NFL, can you squeeze the most out of a quarterback? Yes. And when your team starts to crack, and invariably every team starts to crack, can you find a way to stop it from spiraling to a point where it's embarrassing and you lose the team? And the answer for him definitively this year was yes. And for Nick Sirianni, a guy who took his team to the Super Bowl last year, right now is no. That's that's true. And he's probably going to get fired because remember they're talking about like this mystery, uh, there could be a mystery opening. Mm-hmm. You do the math. I mean, it's either the Eagles or the Cowboys, and I lean more toward the Eagles to a point where if the Cowboys lost this round, yep. I think McCarthy could be in trouble. And I think be- if he loses, he's out. Right, and because of Belichick being available, or even you don't want to throw in Harbaugh, the others, whatever, fine. Sure. So I think it's a combination if Sirianni wins this week, I think he could still be out if he loses next week because of the way things have gone and something seems to be broken there. If he loses this week, I don't think there's any question that he's going to be but out. But even with a win, you think he might be out. So if a they win and, then, and then lose yes, then I think he might be out. And remember, Philadelphia fired Doug Peterson after winning the Super Bowl. I mean, I get it. Not it's, right after, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I don't think you're nuts to say that. I, I, now that I hear it, I probably agree. I would add somebody else to the list here. McDermott needs a good game. Uh, I know they finished the season better. That could be a good one, too. And and by the way, all these things are in play, not just because of the stakes for the coaches and the teams themselves at where they're at, but because of who's available. Yeah, it's a different climate. Except, Buff- except for the Jets. Oh, we're good. Yeah, I know. No, we're, no, no, we're of, good. Of all teams. We're sitting home. Yeah. Nowhere near the playoffs. We have a head coach who will never win anything. But we're good. We're okay. We, I mean, we, don't, we don't need to upgrade. We're, we're, we're talking good, about guys. teams Thank following you. guys who actually have accomplished something. Some of them, like Mike McCarthy, won a Super Bowl. McDermott's been very good with Buffalo. He has been. Uh, Nick Sirianni got to a <laughs> Super Bowl. We're talking about firing these guys. Robert Sala's done nothing. Nothing. I mean, that is remarkable. Um, but, yeah, I do think, as it, c- it comes back to Dable, I do think under any circumstance, you should be, with these guys, you should at least consider a potential change, You know, whether it's Belichick or Harbaugh. For me, specifically with the Giants, it would be probably Harbaugh more so than Bill which is the way that the franchise is right now, you know, a longer potential rebuild. But I do believe in Dable, and I'm not paying attention to any of the nonsense that uh, that's going on in, in any articles that are probably from Winkside anyway. Zach is calling from Rockville Center. What's up, Zach? Fellas, how we doing? My two favorite bald white men in the entire world coming together and having a midday show. That is fantastic. Oh, so what you say you like is better than Carton. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Yeah, right. He's bold. Yeah, he's no, no, I, I like Harden. I <laughs> yeah, like Harden. Awesome. Like I'm just messing around. Um, so, like myself, um, I'm a Yankee fan. A lot of my friends are Mets fans. A lot of my friends have played with or against Stroman. And in high school or college, Stroman was a douchebag. If you were taller than Stroman, he despised you. Hmm. So it kind of just, I, he wasn't hated in Chicago. He wasn't hated in Toronto. It's the fact that we know him. We know that he's a douchebag. We know his personality. That's why he's so disliked. Me, I, I mean, I think he's a douchebag too, but I'm super pumped to have Stroman on the mound. He's a dog, and he's pitching for the Yanks. And you know, Stroman's a big game pitcher, man. He really is. You know, the World Baseball Classic, he almost threw a no-hitter through six and a third innings. Um, the wild card game with Toronto, he shoved. So he's going to come here, oh. and he's going to shove. Uh, That's what's going to happen. BT, uh, I know you're pumped. I'm pumped well, too. I think he's good. Yeah, pumped is maybe Thanks the, for the call. Yeah, a, a bit of a thank you, Zach. A bit of a mischaracterization. I think that the, I think the Yanks are better. Does he make you better? Is the contract a fair one from the Yankees' perspective? Yes. And do I think he'll sabotage the clubhouse? I do not. Yeah, and I don't like the idea of calling him a d bag over yeah, and over I again. I don't like, like that. I I, 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 I never met him myself, so I don't want to say he's a good guy, bad guy. I don't know, but there are a lot of accounts of, you know, the social media stuff, the back and forth. He, he's got a quick trigger. It seems to be that he's, I used the word edge before, maybe that's, maybe that's not the right thing, maybe the chip on his shoulder because of, um, you know, being a smaller athlete and maybe being told he couldn't do something. And I respect that. Like, yeah. I, I could get behind that edge or that chip on your shoulder, but I think he takes it a little too far but I'm not him so like he could act however he wants it's a matter of you as a team or a fan accepting it the Mets didn't accept it as an organization they didn't want him back and they needed pitching and he was a very good pitcher for not great but he's a good pitcher fields his position well he's been established before in the American League East the guy was an all-star takes the ball every five days gonna give you you know 25 30 starts whatever it is a year durable consistent I think he's a good pitcher so the other stuff would make me think is why the Mets didn't want him, and I was surprised the Yankees took a chance on him. Um, I'll tell you, when the reports first surfaced, I was surprised. The, like I guess that was Nightingale about three days ago yeah, when he first yeah. started getting that uh, that energy build up. Mutual there. interest, yeah. And I'm like, and I was less concerned about uh, the awkwardness or you know navigating these this uh, this issue when Cashman spoke out back in 2019. 
But and I said this to start the show. I said it shortly after that. I would say it again because you know I'm not assuming everybody listens to all four mm-hmm. hours of the show, even though you should. I mean, Strowman. Let's separate his distaste for the Yankees on social media over the years, and maybe some other things on social media. Brian Cashman took a shot at him. Right. Now, Brian Cashman, as Sal was saying before, he didn't necessarily think that it was going to get out there. Maybe he thought it might be off the record. Right. Fine. He still said it. All right? So Marcus Stroman has every reason to use that as fuel to his benefit. And he seems to be the kind of guy, when somebody says he can't do something, he, he you're dead to him. And I'm sorry, but when the general manager of the team that he grew up rooting for in the city that he grew up in tells everybody that this guy's not good enough to be on our playoff roster or our playoff rotation in it. He's a bullpen arm. Marcus Grohman's like, screw you. Do we know for sure he grew up rooting for the Yankees? Yeah. How do you know that? I just know he did. What? What do you mean? I, mean, just... I don't know for sure, but okay. yeah, he did. He did. Well, the reason I say that is because there's a couple of pictures circulating on social media, one of him as a young kid in a Yankee shirt, and yep. then another with him as a young kid in a Mets shirt. Well, I mean, the Mets shirt was his little like, team. Oh, he was on the Mets. Okay, he had to wear yeah. it. The Yankee had, you he got, he had four from Santa. Do you have any Mets stuff growing oh, up? Oh, don't do it, dude. See, this isn't fair what you're doing right now. This, uh, well, is, not, I know this you, is not fair what I don't you're know doing. the answer to this, but no, I do, do know, know the answer. No, I know your dad's a Mets fan. No, you know the answer because you heard me telling so, oh, I'll tell you, you're being, you're being, you're being slippery today. No. I'll give you the answer, even though you already know the answer. I'll play the game with you. So, yes. There are a couple of pictures with me in Mets gear. Okay. There, there is. The reason from, I would say. I can now, have you be, posted these anywhere? No, I've not seen them. Okay. No. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't remember seeing no, they, it. No, they, are, I they legit, are hidden. You might have told me this, but I forgot. Like, I don't. My I, dad went to the Met camps multiple times. That I knew. 86, 87, right. and I think three years, right? And 88. And he went with a few buddies. He was playing in an over 40 league. He had just turned 40, right? Yeah, early 40s. Still a really good ball player. He was good. And he went down, and uh, Bob Costas was there. I, I can get yeah, sideswiped yeah, with stories, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, he comes home with all this Major League gear. Right. And a couple of times, it was an over. I was a freshman in high school, mm. and it wasn't like over 50, over. It was over 40. And some of these guys right. played in the minors, and some of these guys could play. Right. So I would obviously go with my dad, and I'd watch him play. And I'd take infield, outfield as a freshman, and take BP. And there was a game or two. I remember we were in Ben Salem. No, uh, yeah, maybe Ben Salem, PA. Was it Ben Salem? And he was in a tournament, and they were short a guy. So they let me play. And they were the Mets. Had to hop into the Mets uni. And, had a, and I put that Met, Met uniform on, and I was as bad as I've ever been. No, no, I actually yeah. played well, but that I just felt awful. That doesn't really count. No, I, but but then there was kid, also another picture where I may uh, have thrown it on, and I was having fun with my dad. Eh, some pictures in there with a Met jersey on. As a young kid, I never had any Yankee stuff. Well, I mean, you know, because you were you accepted your losing fate. I mean, no, no, no. You, when I was a young kid, the Mets were actually good. Huh. My 86, 87, 88, those are the, the glory days. And, Un- and, and you were born in 80. You were 79. Born, 79. Yeah. So, hey, listen, those Mets were, those 86 Mets were amazing. You could reference them all the time. That's all I have. Do you remember watching the final out of the 86 World? Do you honestly remember that? Be honest with us. Mm, no. I'm, I'm sad that no, your I answer feel, is no. I feel like I remember more, which is but odd. But the answer is no. I feel like I remember more watching them clinch the division that year, which happened to be... That was the Chase Stadium. ...on my birthday, September okay. 16th. Yeah. And I don't know. I have this memory. I don't even know if it's accurate or why. Well, I remember that. I was watching it. I remember all the details. That's the game Dave Magadan 
Yeah, had, had two Keith. or three hits. Yeah, he played for Keith at first. I think they put then they put Keith in to get the final out. They did. And Rather where was Backman? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. to say Dwight Gooden complete game. Yeah, I feel I like that. I remember my mother holding me up watching it. That a ah, see that's a good mama right there, son. And now, like, I don't know if that's like, like, like the Lion King, son. Look at what you've been born into. Look at this awesome team. We destroy teams. We take their women. We kick their ass in the bar. This is your team, son. But but I but I guess if I remember that, why wouldn't I remember the actual World Series? Because maybe your mom and dad had a function that night. Maybe they I weren't. Remember, maybe they had. You know, you know it's odd? just you know. Yeah, the, these memories come back. To you. I remember yeah. watching one of the Astros games at like my my parents' friend's house. One of the Mets Astros afternoon game. Dude, that series was absolutely it wild. Was, was that the one of Chase Data when Gary Carter had to base it up the middle? Uh, After no. the rain delay, I don't remember which game specifically. I think it was the or one Dykstra where hitting the, th- hitting the home run down the right field line. That's the one I think that, that place I remember. was insane. That one I feel like I remember, moment. and where I was at there at my parents' friend's house. But it's yeah. really what comes back to. You. But anyway, I didn't remember it the way or appreciate it enough the way I. Need. I was seven years, six, seven years old. I'm sure. You're, I'm sure. You're, I know we have to break, yeah. I, but I'm sure you remember 2000 as a consolation prize. Up yours. Call of the day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on the fan. Today's call of the day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Nick is calling from St. Augustine, Florida. What's up, Nick? Just want to go after, go over this thing with BT about the Yankee way and Judge and all this stuff. Listen, Judge's first year as captain, let's take a look. Domingo Haman came in the clubhouse drunk, basically doing demo, wanted to rearrange the furniture. Rizzo was on, uh, you know, uh, a concussion for two and a half months. No one knew. And then all of a sudden that comes out. Josh Donaldson fighting with the other guys on, on White Sox, uh, coming out and saying when he was hurt, I'm not hurt. The Yankees are keeping me out, basically saying they got me on the IEL and I don't need to be. Claybor Torres doesn't ever run out of ball. This is you got you got uh, also Radon giving uh, basically flipping off the fans with his shirt wide open. Looks like he just finished his posture and meatballs laying on the couch. <laughs> uh, I hate that look. look like that. Yeah. I, I, he looks like a slob. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, like before the, I, I'm 43, so I went through all the pain with the Yankees. So. Yeah. You know, before all the pain. The- you well, you're 43. Yeah. You're my age. All the pain. No, no, I've gone through the pain with the Yankees as a Mets fan. That's what I'm you haven't gone through fan. anything. They've gone through a dynasty. Oh, you're a Mets fan. Somebody's triggered. Sorry, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry about everybody. Calm down. Yeah, you guys Let's are all the same team, man. Same team, same team, home team. All right, go. there you have it. That was a fun call. Uh, BT, as we tried it. Did you eat that samosa yet right Well, there? I just got, uh, no, no. I had, should I eat a little piece now? Yeah, oh, dude. So here's what's going on here. Random food gets brought in by people. We don't even know who. And Boyle was telling me that there's but, samosas out in the news. And I'm like, wait a second, samosas? Like, that's an Indian food. I'm familiar with that because my wife is Indian, so. Wow, it's spicy. Oh, yeah. It was good, no? That's good. Do we have a little Too something spicy? to dip it in? I'm not a huge spicy guy, but I'm so hungry I'll eat it. It's good. It's tasty. So just, this is the first time you've had this. Usually, have you ever had? Uh... I've had variations of this. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. It's so good, I guess man. Mike Valenti, who's here uh, from Detroit, brought them in. Uh, I hmm. uh, I deferred to you because I've had oh. samosas before, and I love them. Right, also, I, don't, I can't eat like that during the show. And i got to put on a suit later on. So it's pretty filling, but it's, it's good, good, right? It's, it's very tasty. Now, you, very. it depends your level of spice. Like, we go out to restaurants, uh-huh. and my wife is Indian, so she loves it spicy. Yeah, yeah. And, like, but the American version of spice. I know. She's, like, it's spicy, the and then she's like, there's nothing. And for me, I'm like, I'll have that, and I'm like, oh, whoa, this is too spicy. Well, so. it's like getting Tex-Mex here versus getting Tex-Mex when I go back to Dallas to visit <laughs> the in-laws. It's a little different. Right. It's good. It's better there. Right, exactly. Um, all right, I got a little something. Yep. It's good. I'm going to yeah. finish this up as soon as we go to break. A little something on the baseball front for you. Mm-hmm. With your team. 
Maybe. Okay. Jorge Soler. Yes, you know that's the guy I wanted. Somebody you need and somebody you want is linked to two teams. Now, the Mets obviously have interest. John Heyman reported, I guess this is about an hour or so ago. But this is a recent report that the Mets are interested? Uh, last night. I remember seeing it last night. Okay. I, I don't know how to describe the level of aggression, but they're connected to him somehow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get it done. Toronto is coming hard. You have to win this. I don't, but I don't think the Mets are going to. So, get, can you, you have the exact phrasing? Well, no, exact no, 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 I don't. Okay. Heyman is reporting that, that the Mets showed interest. Well, no, no, Heyman's reporting that Toronto, na- that's picking up steam with Toronto now, and that Soler apparently is down to two teams. I can only deduce that that second team is the Mets based on what independent. No, I don't think Heyman had the Soler stuff last night. I think somebody else might have. I, I would say that uh, I would be shocked if the Mets actually got Soler. Dude, that's, if you lose, I know Toronto's they're, they're, a good not, team, but, but you, you you need you need Soler. They're not going to get him. I already have resigned myself. But then why are they connected to him? I don't, I'm not even know, uh, I'm not even sure if I'm buying it. But if, oh. if Toronto's going hard for him, I don't think the Mets are going to go hard for ADH. I think that they're going to be interested if one falls back. But I, I'm, I mean, there is a chance that the fan because when Andy Martino had that report the other night on Mets hot stove, and then we talked about it for four hours basically the next ten day, million dollars for me, yeah. Oh, social yeah. media, there's a big deal. Like Mets fans want minimum ADH, uh-huh. even the most level-headed, you know, realistic Mets fan like myself. Like we, yeah. we want that's my partner. Non-emotional, reactionary, yeah, very even keel. Yeah. Let's how. Like minimum this year, Mets fans want a, a DH. Now I'm not you thinking, deserve it. I'm not once. saying, and even Stearns is like, oh, did you see what he said afterward? The next day, I think the Mets met the media because uh, Severino and Beta were introduced, and Stearns uh-huh. took some questions. He's like, we love our fans. We appreciate what they uh, who that, demand. Yeah, yeah. They want us to sign everybody. We love that. Uh-huh. Well, thank you. You know what? Mm-hmm. I appreciate you saying that. You should love that because it comes from a good place. Because I feel like there's a, a thought, and and maybe this was the case with with certain people or prior regime or whatever, where it's like, oh, too negative and this and that and. Re- no, we just want what's best or what we believe is best. It doesn't mean that it's right. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Mark Vientos and DJ Stewart are better than Solaire or J.D. Martinez. No, they're not. Well, I, I don't believe that they are. Nobody does. But, I and mean, maybe, Stearns maybe does, somebody that's a problem. Yeah. Well, and by the way, I know what you mean when, Cern, when Stearns says that. Anytime a position of authority with one of our teams says something about a fan, about us, you know, and, and it's not a bad thing, it, it's a really good thing. But you know what that means? It means nothing. Yeah, I know you got it. It means nothing if you enter the season with a hole in left well, field and no DH. Well, his and argument, no third baseman. No, his argument. I'm sorry, you have a left fielder. Obviously, right. Nimmo moving there, third base well, and DH. His argument is that we appreciate you caring so much, fantastic, and wanting you wanting us to sign the best players, yeah, great, and wanting what's best for the organization. However, yeah. we are doing. What's best for the organization? You just don't either agree with it or understand it. I That's get what that, he's really but my saying. contention would be: I think there's an answer somewhere in the middle. I understand. Right, a DH. Build, yes, that's somewhere in the middle. In an I'm offensive laden game, can you have a DH, David? Is that too much to right. ask? I'm not asking you for Blake Snell. Uh-huh. I'm not asking even for Montgomery, who I like. You need pitching in the worst way. You didn't even ask for Soto. You're like, I understand right. it. Uh, we'll which, go which try is to like, get him next which year. is crazy because uh, I, I love Juan Soto. Yep. But I'm understand. I'm trying to be rational and understanding and logical and all that. I want a DH. You deserve one. I and mean, you need Jesus, one. dude. It's been year like they they the DH is the easiest thing dude, possible. It's pathetic if you don't get one. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. Super wild card weekend. I was actually gonna have some people over the house to watch these games, but it just didn't work out. Hop's not feeling great. 
you know, we're supposed to go look at a house. Potentially, the weather's not going to be great. However, I will be ordering food, watching all these games. Maybe invite uh, a friend or two over still. What do you got going on, BT, for this weekend? Big you talk about Saturday or Sunday you're going to do this? Probably, or... probably Sunday. Yeah. St- even though Saturday there's still two games and I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to watch them, I still got to be, like, there for my wife. You know, in some, <laughs> very in some capacity. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. In some capacity. I can't both days just be. That's true. And at Sunday you got three games. Yeah. Although the Saturday night game is probably my most. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game most this weekend. Miami and Kansas City. That's the one that I'm looking forward to. Because I'm going to be watching that one. Probably out my backyard. A little fire pit. That, that'll be. You, a, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow morning. You know. Again, not to bore anybody cold, with you. No? So what, dude? I got the solo stove. That thing legitimately pumps out massive heat. So you could see you wear like a hoodie or jacket. I, I or got I got a, a skull cap. Yeah. I've got my North Face, right. which then smells like smoke, and you have to yeah. wash it. I got my boots. I got my uh, jeans. I don't even wear gloves. And so you just stand out there in the freezing cold, but you get those the the. What yeah, is it? Oh yeah, I've been out there what with kind of heater. Snow- uh, a solo stove. Solo stove. Not okay. solo stove. A solo um, a fire pit. Okay, fire pit. Okay. And I mean, it pumps out legitimate heat. Now on a night, because I've been out there. Like, during COVID, I didn't really know anybody yet in the neighborhood or because um, we had just moved there. And COVID, obviously, separated from everybody. But there's been nights where it's been snowing and it's – or even nights where it's, like, 9, 12, 13 degrees right. and I'm still out there, like, once or twice a month. Gas stove or what? No, what, it's wood, dude. So you, you throw the wood in there? Yes. And you got to keep doing it? Yes, I love it. Eh, Tending to the fire? The yeah, you're, like, woodsy. I'm, I'm like, well, hands no, off. I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm not woodsy. Eh, no, I, I just appreciate you, a fire. But you like the greasy. You say you like the shrubbery or what, what do you like doing there in your backyard? Your oh, the arborvitaes yeah. and the gray. Oh, yeah. Well, because yeah. I didn't have it growing up. I know. I so guess. I just appreciate it now. No, to me, and listen, if you have a solo fire pit and you're an outdoorsman, you know what I'm saying. Like, if you have the right setup, and I also have a second one. Where and you get the TV outside. Oh, I got the TV out under the deck. You've been there. You see, no, you've right. seen so the TV. It, uh, yeah, you're right. So is and it? I got but it tilted. it's mounted there. So right, it's, it's, it's mounted. I tilted to the fire pit. Yeah, and sometimes I'm out there till two o'clock in the morning, depending upon who comes over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when I moved to Jersey, I'm gonna have to hit up that fire. <laughs> Those pit are the best nights. Hey, you know, you go for. I was never a big club guy. I was always more of a bar guy. Like whether I was going with my buddies or right. going to, you know. Pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I'd just rather I'd rather be in a bar so I can converse. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I, I club I, was rough. I mean, I like damp, but the I you just I, it's, I can't. What's your name? Yeah, oh, that hi. doesn't matter. That never. By the way, I never. I, I consider myself somebody who had game. Uh huh. I never had success at a club. Like I, it wasn't my thing. Maybe went less than a handful of times. Okay, but it just was not. My I've been many times. I just didn't really enjoy it. And I just whatever. It just you wasn't like truly a, my scene. A, like a glow sticks guy. We were in a, you know, no, glow sticks. that'd be oh. crazy. No oh. way, okay. man. Nice. Glow Boyle. stick guy. Boyle's got glow stick guy right now. Knows what over. he's doing. I mean, yeah. Boyle's all over it. But to me, I was always more of a bar person. As I yeah. said, you can just more my music, more my my conversation with the tone. But as an adult in the suburbs, you carve out one or two fire fire pit nights a month, and they're awesome. It's it actually is they're my awesome. favorite thing to do. I don't. I have like a a, a propane one in the okay. backyard, but we don't. My wife doesn't love going out there, and then I'm not going to go out there by myself. And whatever, it's okay. But I do love doing it. My buddy Wilson's house, Saratoga Wills. Whenever we oh go yeah, up there, when you yeah, I remember when you went on the trip with him. Yeah, I love it up there. The he's smell. Like, he's got like um. Like they built it in, you know how you have like a, it's a like brick or stone so, yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. I don't they, have that. They, they built that, and he and I, I just sit back there and drink my surf side. Yeah, and he's doing the the logs and throwing them in there. The fire's burning. There's an art the to TV. it. There's an art to it yeah, too. I know. And the the key here is you have to get some of the like door flames or not to get free pops to companies. There's other ones, but yeah. you get the 
like it's not it's it's like fake wood that comes in a wrap and you write you light the wrap on fire and then that serves as a starter log and then the rest of the logs are legitimate wood and if you have three or four of those Duraflames for the whole you can be out there for five hours and you're warm. The, the problem is the smoke. The you smell you take a shower, I shower yeah. before I go to bed every just night. Like inhaling it, but yeah, anyway, it's wild car weekend. But dude. the solo soap sucks up the the smoke. That's, well, that's the whole appeal of it. It's the way it's. Right. The but it doesn't matter. But the physics of it, it right. basically sucks it down rather than going out. That would then be and appeal- it works. that would be appealing to me. But either way, it's just whatever you're doing, whatever plans you have. Yeah, you know, I love getting together. Like this, this is the greatest thing. When I lived in the city, go to bars and watch these yeah. games. What standalone NFL playoff games, wall to wall, starting four thirty Saturday. That's it. Four thirty, eight o'clock. Wake up the next day, have a little breakfast. One, four, eight again. Boom. Wake up Monday, and Monday's a holiday. That's right. We're and working, it, but yeah, yeah, it's a holiday. And I, I didn't even realize that it was a holiday until uh, early uh, yesterday. As a matter of fact, Nick should be like, playing oh, okay. Monday. It's MLK Day, right? Nick should be Are playing. They, playing they always do. Are the Nets playing? Who cares? Oh, I don't give a well, damn about the Nets. Well, Knicks well, play at three. Well, well, hold yeah, on Knicks a second. Play. But the Nets are on our air. It might impact our schedule. Is what I was asking. I don't know if they're playing. <laughs> oh, I mean, they, come on. Listen, I mean, yeah, you guys. I mean, my God, that's Ad, true. Adam is calling from Long Beach. What's up, Adam? What time, Huff? Ah, they're up, playing guys? at night. Okay. How's uh, it going? <laughs> what's up, Adam? I get Sal. I get a little. I get a little upset when I hear BT picking on you and asking you if you watched Aww. the last pitch of the of the Mets winning the 86 World Series because mm. you know I'm, I'm even younger than you I'm 40 and it was like the aura what what those guys did you know they they were action figures you're out in the street playing ball with your friends that that went well into the 90s whether you watched the game or not it was well, you know, that, that but but it's it, it is now and I will always love it you're right Adam it, it lives on for a long time However, you get to a point where I think even the 86 Mets themselves are like, all right, enough. And I've been going, it's my team, it will always be my team because it was the first team, my childhood team. That's what made me fall in love with baseball, the 86 Mets. Mm. Six, seven years old, watching the video, you remember my entire (laughs) life watching that thing over and over and over again. So much so that I feel like I did watch a lot of those things live and have a better memory because I've watched it. However... We're we're talking about over thirty years now. You got to create some new memories. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line with all the teams that struggle here. Like it's almost forty years, F- almost forty years. Yeah, but I, I do have. I agree. But you know, Adam, well, why is it okay for Sal to make fun of my Jets? Like, well, it was the Sal's defense. I was here celebrating and, your anniversary. I said happy anniversary. It was amazing. Well, no, 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 you of called me delusional all year. You had well, fun that at was, my expense. I don't think it was making funny. I think it was cool. I think I was being accurate. When I'm- yeah, okay. Is that the interpretation? <laughs> I got it. It is funny how it's a good thing that you have the Jets because if you didn't have the Jets, I couldn't deal with you. Yeah, no, like, and that's what makes me a unique were, fan, I think. The right, Yankee, like right. the Yankee winning DNA versus the, the Jets' misery, I think makes right. me uh, interesting. Right. I, I, I know that, that's, the, the that Yankee, sounds right. I mean, I'm an incredibly mean. interesting no, no, person. But the Yankee, you know what I mean. The Yankee Jet fan. I'm not a fatalist. I'm not a loser. Yankee, you know. Yankee Jet fan is an interesting dynamic. Yep. The Met Jet fan is obviously a dynamic. It's a pathetic, sad dynamic yeah, is what it is. And that's, that's a problem. And the Yankee Giant dynamic is almost too much to take, especially the when the Giants way. are. Yes. Yeah, the other way. It's a nice balance. Dr. Mike is calling from Tom. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
In Connecticut. What's up, Dr. Mike? Hey, what's doing, guys? Thanks for having me on. How are All you? Right, Doc. I'm a long, long-time Met fan, and I think there is something rotten happening in Cone's kingdom. Uh, we seem not to be in the conversation with a lot of these people we're trying to sign. I think we kind of cheaped out on uh, Pete Alonzo. I would have given him a, a little bit more money, maybe overpaid him, to show other people who might want to come here that we do tend to overpay a little bit and well, that we're loyal. Well, what do you mean? In, in the arbitration about, figure. Oh, come on. No, yeah. he, he agreed to it. They're fine. Yep. The Mets, yeah, they, they, they agreed what, what to about, it. But, but, Dr. Mike, what about what they actually did? They brought back Nimmo and overpaid well, for him. Yep, uh, but they have to show a consistency, and they have not. They gave the no, other no, thing that's is, not true. Is they gave Scherzer it, and Verlander forty million dollars a year, and then it, on top of that, they exact, paid him to go away. It, exactly, and they ate Robinson Cano's money. money. Like if you if yeah. you have the money to do that, and you want to keep Alonzo next year, I think if you showed him a little bit of extra instead of you know kind of cheaping out a little bit, he did agree to it. Maybe because he's not coming back. This is starting to smell like me when Siva got traded, no, Cone got no, traded. See, I'm uh, old you, enough to remember. Well, let it that go. Dr. Sometimes Mike. a new guy, a new guy comes in and wants to show he's the smartest cookie in the jar, and he may not be. No. We're giving these guys a lot of credit. And I'm well, because not he's sure done that it. David Stearns, it, it, man, thank you for the call, Dr. Mike. David Stearns has done it. He has built a sustained, successful team in Milwaukee. Now, you want to say that there were limitations there? Sure. He's going to have way more resources here with King Cohen and the New York Mets. You may not disagree with what the Mets are doing. I'm not even – I agree with the plan. I like the plan. But I'm not even happy because I want a DH right now. But what the Mets are doing is smart. And, BT, even though you knock the Mets – for a lot of their moves or lack thereof this offseason, I know you agree with the way they're handling Alonzo. I do. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. And truth of the matter is, while you know, I've, I've, I've knocked them for certain things, I, I also understand that there is multiple ways to build a baseball team. And the gentleman that you've empowered is used to one way. Uh, and that's development, uh, developing the, the system and prospects. And by the way, that's good because that worked for the Yankees. That worked for the Mets. We talk about the 86 Mets. You know, I mean, Wally came up in the system. Lenny came up That's in the system. That's how you build Doc a sustained winner. Yeah, and then you you add and you accessorize with right. with a Keith or with an Ojeda or a Ray Knight or in the Yankees' case, a Tino or, you know, a Cecil Fielder you in 96. You funny. Well, then you can keep it going because as those guys grow and move on, you can replace them with either pieces from the outside or just continue to develop within. We talk about, well, there's multiple ways to do it. Maybe, but there's only one way to build a sustained winner, and that is through the draft. And yeah, you have to That's hit it. on that. I, I, I'm I totally talking about, agree. I'm talking about all sports. Like, the, like the, especially like the Astros. To build a sustained, successful team, yeah. you have to do it through the draft. I don't agree with the NBA. I think the NBA is the one exception. I think because... Sustained pl- winner. I know. I, I hear you. But the player movement... Now, it, it, it certainly helps. Like, you draft Steph Curry. You, you know, you've got him right. the best shooter ever. You know, in his prime for 12, 13, 14 years. You draft LeBron, you know, boom. You draft Shaq, and then, of course, he leaves Orlando. But you, you're set up, theoretically, for a long time. But because the players have so much juice and they can control movement that you can be dead in the water as an NBA team, if an NBA player flexes, it changes immediately. Well, well, or it could change. Like LeBron when he went back to Cleveland. That's one example. Right, but 
Then he left, mm-hmm. and they went in the tank. No, I get that. I'm talking about sustained. No, I know what like, you're talking like, about. Like, to me, the Knicks have done this the right way because of the way that they've built this thing up through the draft. And then using draft pieces like R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly to get a piece that fits them without an OB. I know Randall and Brunson obviously are free agents that they brought in, mm-hmm. but the core of But that's of their this, two best players. Yeah, but, right. That contradicts what you're saying. No, no, no. But the core of this well, starts with the way you draft and develop. Yes and no, because Barrett's gone, Quickly's gone. You drafted Mitch. I mean, DiVincenzo's new. I mean, you did draft Grimes. Listen, I love what the Knicks are doing. Again, right. but that, that loss annoyed me last night. Bottom line is this. We can debate about the Mets offseason. There will ultimately be a scoreboard for Stearns. It's it's January, so we're going to react to what we have to react to. He'll either be proven right over time or wrong. All right, BT, that does it for us this week. Fun week, as always. Yeah, great week, Sal. Enjoy wild card weekend. Stay safe with the weather and Thanks, all that man. stuff. Same to everybody listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you to everybody who called as well. Thanks to Pat Boyle in for Dove. Thanks to Hop as well. Evan and Tiki coming up next. Enjoy your Super Wild Card Weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 